This is The Friendship File, where we flip open the blueprints behind some of the world's most important relationships, the ones we have with our friends. Two friends have each been sent the same set of questions. They've recorded their responses on their own and without consulting. Here is the combination of their answers. This time, Tony and Oz. My name is Tony. My name is Oz. I'm 81 years old. 80 years old. And I've known Tony for 63 years. Since 1957. Since Thursday, the 3rd of October, 1957. Describe the very first moment you remember seeing them. I know this exactly because that was the day on which we began our course in veterinary medicine at the University of Glasgow. Now, I don't remember precisely when we met. We were a very small, small class. class. We were only 45 people. So we got to know each other quite quickly. So very soon you got to know everybody in the class. When did that click happen? The moment you thought, yeah, I like you. But I got to know Tony well a few weeks later at our Freshers Social. I liked us right away. We have a lot in common. And we had the same sense of humour. Both play guitar and I played the guitar and Tony the banjo. But that didn't prevent us being friends because he soon switched to the guitar. A lot of the practical work in the vet course was done as pairs. And we did various experiments on each other to test reflexes and so on. So certainly that sticks in my mind as a time when we we certainly bonded. And we were very active in the Veterinary Students' Union, or took part in, in music and theatricals at Freshers Social. We edited the college magazine. The Veteran for a couple of years. We organised the famous uh, vet school dances, or rather infamous vet school dances. We were very active in Charities Week with my, my wife, Jan. We used to go... Busking, busking around pubs on Charities Day, which is part of the university's rag week. We might have been considered unlikely friends because we came from quite different backgrounds. I was from a rural working-class family and had gone to local schools, while he'd been educated at a posh boarding school, which I frequently teased him about. But we did have lots and lots of things in common. And over the five years of the vet course, we cemented our, our friendship. What is your thing? The thing you do when you get together? The singing was a big part of our friendship. It was the time of the uh, folk revival uh, in the UK, and uh, particularly in Scotland. We sang a lot and played together. We visited the... Glasgow Folk Song Club. Had a huge repertoire of Irish and Scottish and, uh, and American songs. I was quite keen on the murder ballads at that time. I, I do remember rehearsing at Oz's mum's house one time and her commenting that, uh, yes, that's, that's all very nice, but don't you know any cheerful songs? In recent years since we've retired, we've travelled quite a lot together especially sailing on my boat. On the west coast of Scotland, also in the Baltic. Although I did pass on the offer to sail with him around the entire island of Ireland. He's a master mariner, whereas I'm a sort of not very able seaman. He's a wonderful person to travel with because he never lets anything get him down and he's always travelling very hopefully. We had a recent fascinating trip to China. We had three weeks travelling around. Now that could have strained our relationships because uh, we were sharing rooms for 
quite a considerable time, but it was wonderful. And uh, I must say for me, it felt as if we were just back as students again. We just slipped into our old student routines and carried on. What is their best quality? I think Tony's best quality is his humanity. He really cares about people, uh, particularly those less fortunate than himself. And he goes out of his way to help others in various ways. He hates injustice in all its forms. So he's a shining example to us all. Uh, many, many, but enthusiasm, I would, I would say, warmth, quickness of thought. Something else I would add, and that would be his humanity. What is it about them that drives you mad? I don't think I've ever been mad in the slightest at Tony, but I've made fun of uh, some of his little foibles, like requiring his meat to be very well cooked, or in fact charred, because as a vet, he knows the nasty diseases that uncooked meat can transmit. There's nothing about him that irritates me. I suppose a critic would say, well, you're, you're both too easygoing. But it is the fact that we, uh, we didn't argue and we, um, well, I can only speak for myself. I don't find anything irritating about ours. What do you think it is about you that drives them mad? I'm sure I've driven Tony mad on many occasions. I think he probably thinks I'm a little bit wayward. For example, he was a very assiduous student while I missed some lectures. But he very kindly made carbon copies of his voluminous notes for me to study later. Yeah, um, another thing, I, I got married in second year uh, at that school. And so I was very highly motivated um, to get through the veterinary course and get out the other side having qualified. So I was quite, uh, quite a conscientious student. In those days, we had some very good printed notes and the, the lecturer was in front of us reading the notes. So fairly soon, people thought there were, could be better uses of their time. But I, I stuck with it and I ended up signing the attendance register for most of the class, uh, including my good friend Oz. What might he find irritating about me? Uh, he might think I was a bit prissy. I don't know. It'd be interesting to see. Talk about a time they really came through for you. Well, there are many. Um, I think particularly the couple of times when I had was in trouble with toothache. And Oz went to some lengths to help me find uh, a dentist on both of those occasions, which, for which I've always been very grateful. Now, Tony helped me like that on many occasions. And I think the most important one was when my wife died in her 40s. Tony was living with his family in Brazil at the time where he was working and he organised a visit to him and, uh, and the family and to see around Brazil. And this was very kind and helped me a great deal in my bereavement. Mm -hmm. 
Have you ever had a fight? I, I've been trying to think of some, and I, I really can't. I can't remember us ever having a fight. He was annoyed once when I called him on the phone about arrangements for a sailing trip that he was joining me on on my boat in Norway. And I pretended to be from a Norwegian cruise company. And unfortunately, I was too successful. He thought it was really was a cold call. So he hurled some abuse at me and slammed the phone down. So I had to call him back and sheepishly uh, apologise. Give an example of your shared language, the sort of stuff that only you get. We do share lots of catchphrases and sort of words that trigger a lot of memories. Many of those come from, from songs that we sang. So you just mention a line or start singing a song together. We do have a, a running joke in which we are two Scottish gentlemen, Hamish and Angus, who discuss important matters of, of the day. Uh, taking off the Highland speech in a, in a very exaggerated way. So, uh, oh, Hamish, yes, you'll have had your tea. All of that sort of nonsense. And, and maybe carry that on for um, quite a long time. What do you envy about them? What I envy most about Tony is his tremendous energy and his humanity. So it's always a pleasure to be with him. Well, envy is a bit strong, I think, but I've, I've always admired his dress sense. He's a very dapper uh, dresser, um, whereas I'm a sort of a, something of a shambling derelict. What else? Well, I admire his, his intelligence. He was always the bright one in our friendship. Oh, yes, he's a masterful skier, and I, I never really got into skiing. Oh, I did have one attempt. What have they done that has surprised you? Well, I'm a, a very keen skier, and I'm sure I've bored him over the years about how wonderful skiing is. And then I suddenly found that on a trip to Colorado, he decided to find out if this was true, and he had ski lessons. In fact, I think he was the oldest person that had ever had ski lessons in Colorado. He was in his 70s at that time. And at first, when I heard this, I was very impressed. Then I was horrified, because if he had an accident, I would consider myself responsible. Anyway, when I got back and was talking to Oz, he said how worried he'd been at encouraging me to ski in case I've had, <laughs> had some dreadful accident. Um, Anyway, I didn't have a dreadful accident. What has surprised me about ours? I'll tell you something, and that is he's a great sailor. And he sailed from the west coast of Scotland in his yacht right across to the Baltic, which was quite intrepid. I guess at the, at the time that I felt that quite surprising. How good are you at keeping in touch? So over recent years, uh, we've met face to face, I guess, two or three times a year. And of course, we talk regularly on the phone. So we spent a lot of time together uh, during our student uh, years. And after we graduated, we might have drifted apart. Uh, so after university, I moved to England, but Oz stayed in Scotland. Tony was at the Institute of Animal Health at uh, Purbright, which is near Woking. And I stayed on in Glasgow. Uh, and uh, a little later, Oz lived and studied in, in the States. 
And I went and worked uh, on secondment in East Africa and later in South America. And our association has continued like that over the years. Whenever we did get together, it seemed as if we simply picked up where we had left off. When are they at their happiest? I think Tony is at his happiest when he's with his family. They're all wonderfully talented children and grandchildren. And they take part in lots of activities and silly games when they meet up on special occasions. It would be a toss-up between sailing and skiing, I would think. If they were a food, what food would they be? Well, I was going to say a well-done steak. But that's really not sufficient to represent him. Perhaps uh, beef wellington would be the thing, which has a very jolly, crisp, light exterior, but it has a solid core when you get in there. Although this core would have to be very well done. Yes, perhaps a stir-fry, you know, colourful, with a, a wide range of flavours and, and seasonings. And then if I think of what drink he might be, well, that's fairly easy. He'd be a 25-year-old single malt whiskey, you know, with depth and uh, subtlety. If they suddenly disappeared from this world, what is the one thing that you would lose that you cannot get anywhere else? I think if Tony suddenly disappeared from the world, the one thing that I would miss would be the comfort of his constancy. We've known each other for a, a very long time and it's been a wonderful experience. What would I miss? Oh, so many things, you know. Uh, 60 years of amazing friendship and shared experience. Oh, I, I would miss him terribly. So, yes, um, especially his warmth. I'm looking forward to uh, many more years of uh, friendship. Before anyone else heard the answers to the questions, the friends got a chance to listen to each other and to react. I was relieved to find that his opinion of our friendship was so like mine, and especially that he revealed no great defects in my character. I wondered if listeners might find it rather disappointing and rather irritating that we could not think of anything irritating about each other. I think we get on well because we have very similar temperaments. We're both extroverts, uh, but Tony uh, is more so. I, I should have emphasised that he has theatrical, musical and poetic talents that are way ahead of mine, although I can respond very well, very quickly to his initiations. Oz mentioned losing his wife, Helen, and I lost my wife, Jan both to cancer and both too soon. So although the vast majority of our many memories are very happy ones, we do share the experience of extreme desolation. It was very exciting for me to hear Tony's opinions of our friendship. I really enjoyed the overall experience and I think it brought out the special nature of our friendship very well. Thank you for listening.
listening to this entry into The Friendship File. It was produced by me, Jane Morgan, and the music was composed by James Lancaster. You can find The Friendship File on Apple Podcasts or in all the usual places. So please subscribe, review and rate us. Plus, you can find the questions, photos of the friends and other interesting stuff on our website, thefriendshipfile.com. You'll also find our contact details so you can get in touch if you and a friend would like to take part in a future episode or if you've got any suggestions for good questions that we can add to the list. James Lancaster is part of Walkering and you can find more of their music on Spotify and Apple Music. The Friendship File is a podcast production. Till next time, goodbye.